A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040, WHO. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ARL Animal Connection. Oh, still going with the music. It's so, it's so fresh. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Dance for me. No. <laughs> that was it. I'm chair dancing. You're chair dancing. Good morning, Mick. Morning, Carol. How are you? I am great. How good, are you? Good. Good morning, everyone out there listening to us. How can you not love this morning with this rain? I like the rain. But then I'm thinking, I've got this to do outside and I've got that to do outside. Yeah, well, that's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just have to go through that whole turmoil and then... I'm done. Actually, I feel very stressed this morning. <laughs> Do you want what? to know why? Because I'm not usually a stressed out person, as you know. I'm usually in a no, good mood. No, you're pretty level. Yeah, and uh, I mean... I've pretty, seen the other side. You've but, seen the other side. Which is pretty funny. But I, but I am stuff. part Italian, so what would yeah, you expect exactly. with my... So, but, so I live out in the country, and I'm driving in this morning. Were there animals this morning? There were not, except for <laughs> frogs. Oh, there's where my stress came in Oh, because I'm drive. Oh, my gosh, I'm so stressed. Like I see these frogs and they're like sitting there. So I'm like dodging the car to like, you know, miss the frogs and the frogs are leaping and I don't know where they're going to land. And I'm so stressed out that I may hit one of these poor little sweet frogs. And then the blues and reds come on and you get pulled over for being drunk <laughs> yeah right. Drunk well, it's like, and then i have the fear of they're going to say walk a straight line i can't walk a straight line normally so which anyone who knows me would tell them that but it's like oh my gosh seriously that would be stressful yeah it was very stressed but i think i avoided every oh, one of them good. that hit, you know tried to jump in front of me they're a great <sighs> they're a fabulous creature frogs and they're they an are and they're a good indicator of pollution and everything else so yeah i have yeah. lots of them around you I know love my, frogs. I, they're amazing i and love I, hearing them too yes yes mm -hmm. absolutely and so many it's what's amazing like some of them will be gray like blend in like you barely can see them mm -hmm. like on your house or your steps yep. or whatever some of them bright green i mean amazing colors mm -hmm. and sizes and uh, it's just really cool yeah but very stressful when I was like so worried about hitting one of them. But that's the problem with the rain, and I love rain. But You're just in a dilemma this morning. Oh my gosh, that. I was so wound up. Once I get to the end of the, you know, street, like the jungle, the jungle. So end of like nine, well, mainly four miles. It was a lot, you know, it was a lot yeah. better. But that first four miles, I was just, oh my gosh. And then I was thinking, I wonder if there's frog whistles, like there's deer whistles you can put in your car, get them out of the way. I don't know, but I'm just saying. If anyone knows of a frog whistle attachment you can put on your car that does not hurt them and yes, keeps them off the road. does not hurt them and keeps them off the road. But if people have questions, fun stories, uh, 284 because we also have a guest in the studio. We do. One of my favorite people is oh, here. You old coy. I just, well, who doesn't love him? Seriously. And it is? Dan Dan the Chicken, chicken man. man. Morning, Dan. Good morning. It's been too long since you've been here. I know. It has been a while. Yes. We were texting last week, and I was like, radio? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and here you are. Thanks yeah. for getting up with us this morning. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Yeah. Thanks for asking. And it was great, because we'd been getting uh, chicken questions submitted, so we were... Um, yeah, those little baby chicks are yeah. grown up now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Are You're they right. a boy, or are they a girl? Right, <laughs> right. I did. I did uh, find out. Uh, maybe maybe I heard this in one of your seminars a while back. Like if if you get a chick, um, 
if it's going to start crowing and be a rooster, so you think it's a hen, but then mm-hmm. it, it's usually around like the four or five month mark. Is that right? Yeah. And I mean, some will display those behaviors way early okay. and some will take forever, but that's generally about the time. Yeah. Like about the time they start laying, they start crowing yep. too. Yeah, so. I just text you with a photo and say, "Is this hen or yeah, rooster?" Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Sam's like, "What's she asking me now?" <laughs> yeah, I've had chicks in my house still because they weren't old enough to go outside, and they were crowing in my living room. Oh my so gosh! I was like, "Really?" <laughs> Good morning to you too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> now with crowing, uh, actually brought up a question, so why not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, is it the light is a trigger or does it matter? Because I've heard different things like people shut them down yeah. so they're in dark until you're ready to open up in the morning or whatever that may be. Yeah, so the other day I <clears throat> have recently started getting up at 4.10 a.m. Because? Going to the gym. Okay. Because of the roosters. I'm sadistic. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh-huh. that's good for you. And it was 4 o'clock in the morning and my rooster was crowing inside the coop. So, yeah. Um, I think generally that's probably a good rule is the light, but like if they hear something, they're they're going to make noise. Okay. So I'm assuming that's why he was crying because I was right next to the coop getting in the car. So. Yeah. Four yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's terrible and I hate it. But good for you. What discipline is that? That's awesome. <sighs> yeah, the I mean, hardest part about the gym is getting up and going. It's getting there. And yeah. is going? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I say, Mick? I just said this. You don't get this body that I'm walking around in going to the gym. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it takes years of neglect to get a body like this. <laughs> yes, For me. Exactly. That's why I'm going to the gym. <laughs> There's been way too many years of neglect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. This is all paid for. That's right. Yeah, this is all paid right. for. Hey, I have to keep the donut shops in business going. Yeah. Right? Hello, just doing my part. <laughs> Helping the economy. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's oh. Our, uh, well, thanks, Dan. That's, that's yeah. I was. I've wondered that because I, I always have hens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, you know, some neighbors aren't happy with the the joyous crow of a right. rooster in the morning, and it is a great sound. Yeah, um, you either so, like it or you don't, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I stick with hens. Yeah. yeah. Well, I absolutely love the sound of it. I truly, I absolutely love the sound of mm. that. But I have just decided after my last rooster, Cogburn, who passed away a year or two ago, um, I'm just sticking with hens. Yeah. And and it is a little weird. I was, you know, maybe it's me, but. Um, because they're not just free roam all the time, mm-hmm. I have to have them in just from where I live and predators and that sort of thing. Right. Um, it does seem without the rooster, my hens are just a lot more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, like they're not all like on edge trying to figure out who's like, <laughs> who's on, next. Who's right. <laughs> you know, but like they're not trying to figure out who's, you know, the alpha hen. Yeah. Or I mean, maybe I'm putting too much into that because I know with dogs, everybody used to say there's all this alpha stuff. and But that's where pecking order comes yes, from. absolutely. There is a it true is a pecking thing. order. Yeah. yeah. And that's the pecking order comes from chickens. Yes. Yeah. But then people rolled it over into other species, yeah. which is So it truly true. does exist with the hens and chickens. Oh, yeah. Okay, yep. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. See, I was listening to you on the alpha stuff with dogs good job yeah see i actually listen um and so i thought 
maybe that doesn't apply, but that's interesting. That yeah. That's yeah. It's one of the say. only yeah. animals that has a true yeah. pecking order. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of roosters. I love the sounds of them. Yeah. I think they're cool. They're beautiful. They're fun. You know, the whole deal. I'm just saying when I, I have them enclosed in my coop. Yeah. You know. If the they girls were free, it would be totally different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. <laughs> well, we have a couple minutes before our first break. Mm-hmm. Um, so, maybe we should go ahead and talk a little bit about one of the questions we also had some dog questions submitted people can certainly call us this morning at 284-1040 also but make one of the questions somebody had yeah. I, I know we've mentioned this one before but i'm so glad somebody wrote in with this, this question was they have a german shepherd mix who's mm-hmm. about two years old and he seems to have discovered that tipping the water bowl over <laughs> is a fun game this dog can play yeah. and the uh judy who emailed it in said yep. I want them to have fun, but I don't want to clean up water all over my floor anymore. What can I do? A couple of things. Yes, it can be fun to play in the bowl, and he might be just enjoying himself. Or he also might be doing that and watching your reaction. (laughs) (laughs) I've had dogs, like, look at you and then tip the bowl over and go, (laughs) So, how'd you like that one? And they, you know, it and it becomes an interaction. So, it could be a way for attention, fun, lots of different things. So, you can get non tip bowls uh, you can get um, limited spill bowls so they have like a lip around the top mm-hmm. um, a weighted bowl of course like you've said with cats you can put a rock in yep the water bowl so it's limited around the edge there's less to play in um, or you depending on your day of course we never want to um, withhold water from animals yeah but if you're at home and it is the interaction he's playing the game to get you to come into the kitchen or living room you know somewhere else is you can actually just every hour put the water bowl down let them have a drink and take it away that's a lot of work mm-hmm. but deep, so is cleaning up right. Um, right but there are different bowls out there to um try and curb this game yeah yeah so it's kind of cute but i can see how it would get really annoying yeah like having to clean up water all the time yeah i have yeah. A, huge, a big heavy porcelain bowl for my dog yep and another thing my dog loves is, an, is ice cubes. Yeah. So they can still get water through and ice cubes. And I put ice cubes in the water bowl. Yep. And she chews on them. Then they melt down. She's got a water. And so it's another enrichment thing as well. Yeah. may not be for this dog. But, you know, it's just mixing it up and trying different things. Um, you can put a little cover over the bowl so only a, a portion of it is exposed. So enough for their tongue and that's it. Um, yeah. They're the things I'd try. Yeah. Yeah, and it does happen with cats, too. You're told, you, know, you mentioned it yep. just a little bit ago, but it does happen with cats. And I do like the uh, putting decorative rocks, but make sure those rocks are big enough that they mm-hmm. aren't going to inhale one and get it stuck. But rocks in the bottom of the bowl or the weighted bowls work yeah. really well with cats as well. So um, Because there are cats, I, ha- I had one, um, who would reach in the water bowl, see the reflection, and then all of a sudden <laughs> became a plaything with their yep. paw, and you're going, really? So the rocks also help with that, too, that they see there's a bottom there yeah yeah and the other thing is when the big thing to look at is when is the dog doing it yeah is it when it's bored like all right i want something to do so i'll make my own game right or is it an attention seeking because we reinforce it inadvertently by going in there and cleaning up and saying what are you doing the dog's like, oh you're talking to me right cool. <laughs> so if you find it's when you're not around so it's finding activities then we want to redirect that into another fun game kongs and all all the puzzles and stuff like that yeah 
Sounds yeah. like a smart, fun dog to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. But. Love it. So, um, looks like we're going to take our first break. Uh, we come back. We've got Dan Dan the Chicken Man here. We had questions submitted. We've got more questions that were submitted online. We'll and take I have your one calls. For you. And you have one for me. So, we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. We have Carol and Mick, and we've got Dan in with us this morning as well. Remember, any fun animal stories, questions, 284-1040, and give us a call and tell us what's going on. Yeah. We did get some chicken questions submitted here on ARL Animal Connection. Should we hit Dan up for one of those? Let's use him while we got him. All right. Here we go. Well, I thought this was really cool, but um, a woman wrote in and she said that she's with fall and winter coming up. Mm -hmm. She's kind of wondering if there's anything special she should be doing in her coop or getting ready for to prepare her chickens for that so that they're safe. She's new to chickens, just got chickens this spring and summer. And so she's just not sure, like, what kind of things she should be doing if she needs to worry about heat, water, anything like that. So Yeah, good good question. Um the general rule is no, you don't really have to do anything special. Um chickens actually do much better in cold weather than they do like really hot weather. Um but I would make sure that your coop is um secure from drafts. You don't want the the cold winter wind blowing around in there. Um, but make sure that it's well ventilated. And that seems really weird to say, close your coop up, but make sure there's ventilation. Um, you just have to find the the right mix of that. There are tons of places online that you can go to look to see what good ventilation actually means. But generally what you want is um, vents or some kind of exit for the heat to escape up high in your coop. Um, and then all of their hot breath they chickens create a lot of moisture and all their hot breath will will escape out because what you don't want is a bunch of moisture because then that will create frostbite and then Mm -hmm. you'll have bigger issues so you want it to stay dry cold is fine but dry is way more important that's great um and then a, a lot of people in the fall they'll you know rake up all the leaves and throw them in the coop or the they'll run and they can dig through them um, and then a lot of people, you know, just put a bunch of pine pine shavings in the coop in the winter. And if the chickens are cold, they'll, you know, burrow down in it. But generally speaking, as long as they have wind block mm-hmm. and unfrozen water and food, they're they'll do just fine. I love that idea about the leaves. Yeah, because how mm-hmm. fun for them. Yeah, yeah. My chickens love it. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, I'd actually never thought about that, so I'll have to do that. Yeah, um, and then you don't. I mean, you don't have to bag them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like that was happening for me anyway. <laughs> right, but right. yeah, no, that's a great idea because there's probably bugs and stuff oh, yeah. on them, and yeah, uh, that's just a richment thing too. Yep. So it's very cool. That's very cool. You do kind of worry. It's weird how you know with horses and our outside animals mm-hmm. and chickens do worry about them more in the winter and actually like you said sometimes they actually do better in the winter than they do in the, with the extreme heat in the summer yeah 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 and to your point with with the question about you have to heat the coop i personally don't just because it's a huge fire hazard yeah um and it's not it's not worth it they don't need it yeah um it's more of a, a make the person feel better thing yeah. um 
So as long as your coop is secure, they can get away from the wind, they have unfrozen water and food, they'll be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Do they, do they, will they snuggle together? Oh, yeah. 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 They, they'll snuggle close and they kind of puff up their feathers and it traps their body heat. And that's, that's how they stay warm. Yeah. So in the winter, when you see them and they look like a little volleyball. I, uh, I follow Dan's instructions for years. So mine, mine all do great in the winter. So, yeah. yeah. I've never heated anything. Yeah. And just because it freaks me out because I see every year. In Des Moines, it happens. Somebody's chicken coop catches on fire. Yep. Which, that's just the worst. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. oh my gosh. Seriously. So, um, well, great. That's a great um, question, too, just as we're getting ready for fall and winter mm-hmm. to kind of see what sort of things um, we can do for them. I find it's so weird because uh, watermelon such a huge treat mm. for chickens, but I always feel like in the winter, it's like yeah. <laughs> and cold. Right. So now I have been doing oatmeal. Oh, yeah. Warm up oatmeal, yep. mix it with banana and with yep. a little bit of yogurt. Gosh, they just love it yeah. in cold mornings. Yeah, yeah, my mom would laugh at me. Yeah, for winter. doing that? Yeah, Saturday morning. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, make an oatmeal <laughs> for <Uh-oh>. you. No. <laughs> I'm going to have breakfast pizza from Casey's. <laughs> and donuts. Right, yeah, we're right. back to you. Don't get this body. Oh, we're right. all back in the Casey's. But um, yeah, but it is. It's weird because they just love it. I mm-hmm. mean, and it's warm, and it's obviously make sure it's not too hot. But right. um, you know, it does just warm them up inside. It's just yeah. it's so weird. You make oatmeal for your chickens, but it works. Yeah, it absolutely. Do you eat oatmeal? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Yep. But uh, I have containers of oatmeal in my pantry for my chickens yep. right, as we speak. So yeah. yeah. So do I. Yeah. So have you tried that yet with yours? Oh, they love it. Yeah. So do our parrots. Oh, really? Oh, I bet. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So we have them out with us. Yeah. Especially on the weekends. And my wife sits there having break, having her oatmeal. Yeah. I don't eat oatmeal. Yeah. Anyway. I, you don't seem like you'd eat oatmeal <laughs> no, to me. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> comes back to this chair. I'm with you. <laughs> chair health. Um, and they sit there and she'll have a spoon for them and they'll eat off the spoon and they wow. absolutely love it. That is really cool. Yeah. And it's really somewhat of an inexpensive and easy thing to yeah. do. Yeah, um, and it's decent for them, too, yeah. unlike, you know, some things. I mean, chickens will pretty much eat anything. Yeah, they but, really will, but still. Yeah, oatmeal's not, not terrible for you them, either. You want give them what's good for them versus, you know, just what they're going to eat, which is right. everything. Right. Although there are some things they shouldn't be eating, like like chocolate. Yeah, and I think... Um, like raw potato peels, you're not supposed to give to chickens. Yeah. Avocado, there's yep. something in avocado that I don't think is very good for them. So I cannot believe this, but we've taken another break. Time just flies. As always. That's right. So we're going to take another yeah. break. Well, when we come back, we'll finish up with questions. We've got a trivia question. Oh, yeah. Talk about things coming up at the Animal Rescue League. And I have a question for and you. And you have a question for me. So we will be back in a minute. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. ARL Animal Connection. Any fun stories, questions for us? 284 1040. Plus, we have the trivia question so that number again two eight four ten forty and we remember we have dan our 
Dan Dan the Chicken Man. I was just going to say a chicken expert, but we want to give you your proper title. <laughs> We're going to get you a name badge with that on it, Dan. <laughs> He's like, no, please don't. No, do. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear it to the grocery store. <laughs> Oh, so we do, right. do we want to do our trivia question? We'll do our trivia okay, question. So two eight four ten forty. First caller to call in with the correct answer. We yes. will send you out an ARL Animal Connection water bottle. And the how many hours does a um, a hen require to produce an egg? How many hours mm-hmm. does a hen require to produce an egg? Yep. Somebody so, knows. Somebody knows. Oh, <laughs> Two, or, or eight, I should four, say somebody thinks they know, They think right? they know. <laughs> That's right. You got this right. I had no idea. Yeah. Of course, I would hope you'd get it right. You are Dan Dan the Chicken Man, so yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't know that at all until I read this and went, huh. But anyway. So you didn't know either? No. Yeah. No, I just know I go out in the morning and I have eggs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> so it looks like we might have our first... Uh, guests here going, so we'll go ahead. Who do we have on the line there? Gonna, oh, 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 they're still going. So okay. we're, we're way ahead. Oh. Sorry about that. Poor yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have a question for you coming up, too. Okay, a it looks like question. Rob's ready. Oh, Rob's ready? See? All right. We'll Rob's talk to there. Rob. Okay. Hey, Rob, how you doing? I'm doing well. Great. You have a guest for us? I would say 24 hours. Good man. That's correct. 100% correct. That is awesome. Yep. Do, you, do you have chickens? No, I don't. Ah. Oh, well. I, we've had them in the past, but I don't have yep. them right now. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, around 24 hours, and then that takes them about 30 minutes to lay, and then start process starts all over again. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. So stay on the line, Rob. We'll get your details, and we'll send you out a ARL Animal Connection water bottle. Excellent guess. Excellent. Oh, but <laughs> we need sound effects. That's good. So, what question do you have for me? All right. So, this um, got a question about a cat. Okay. So, it's a male cat, altered, that comes up um, when the person's sitting down. Okay. And presents, like, comes up yep. and quivers, like it's going to urinate, mm-hmm. but doesn't urinate. Mm hmm. Like its the, tail does the like shake thing? Like it's going to mark and it yes. does yeah. 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 And yeah. worried about, will this m- go on to marking? Yeah. Or do, you know, doesn't do it to any property or any, just the person? Yeah. Um, it's actually more common than you think. Okay. And it happens often. I mean, often is not a, probably a great word yeah. for that, but it happens more often than you think. Um, and it happens with a lot of neutered males. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean at all that it's going to escalate into something further. In right. fact, I have a cat named Stitch who's 15, and he's done this forever. <laughs> and he will actually not only do it to me sometimes, but he'll also do it to, like, you know, a couch or something where mm-hmm. I'm at or smells like me or whatever. Um, and nothing is ever produced from it. And that is one example of numerous cats that I know of that do this. Right. That it just doesn't ever come in to do anything else. And chances are it probably won't. So if they haven't started with it, it's probably not going to do it. But it is in their head a marking type of feeling yeah. that they get. So they feel like, you know, hey, that's what I'm doing. And you should just be thankful you're just not producing It's anything. not followed through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've all lived with that. That's right. Yeah. So, and it, oh, Is yeah. it true that, that male cats can't mark once they've been neutered? No, that's, that's not exactly true. Oh. Yeah. I always thought that was... 
Yeah, no. And in fact, I have a male cat that is neutered that he actually, uh, if my husband comes home and he smells like something from the arrow mm. um, and he can smell the other cats, he will actually mark a little bit. So uh, like his briefcase a couple times has had to be oh, replaced. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you just learn those things. So that, that actually can still happen as well. But to that point, Dan, is that 90% and I've seen it different. I've seen it 95, I've seen it 98 yeah. different percentages of cats that have been neutered will not mark. So, you know, there's it another reason it it's probably more like a helps. testosterone type thing. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So please get your cats neutered, even males, because and a study it, show that it reduces marking the dogs up to 70 percent depends really? on depend on what you read okay um again marking can still happen if it's an anxiety related issue mm-hmm. yeah but for marking as in here i am being a boy with testosterone yeah it helps tremendously yeah. plus testicular cancer and everything else that's correct that goes along with it there's no good reason not to spay and neuter your pets correct I mean, so if you have a pet it'll stop those help reduce chances of those marking behaviors by a huge percentage plus the health issue and the fact that we have so many especially cats Uh, yes we have enough pets in the world that's right so let's stop uh producing them help us with that so spay neuter spay neuter spay Spay neuter neuter. there we go all right so dan dan the chicken man uh so broody hens was also another question that was submitted and i was telling you when you got here i have one of my chickens has gone completely broody and she's huge she's an orpington and when you go she puffs up like the biggest thing i've ever seen to make you not want to get her out of the nesting box um i feel like i put her in the dryer because then she looks fuzzy she's so huge but and don't put your chickens in the dryer but um what can you do about broody hens and you know you read all sorts of stuff that you know it can be dangerous to their own health yes so talk talk broody with us all right so for the people that have no idea what we're talking right, about. Right, yeah. Um, the term broody just means that they want to brood. They want they want to hatch chicks is basically what it means. Um, there are several things you can do. One, you don't have to do anything. You can just let them sit. Some chickens will sit on pine shavings and think that they're going to hatch something. Mm-hmm. Um, but push them out of the nest every day when you go out there. That helps. Um, make sure you're picking up eggs every day. Um, when they don't see eggs for days and a clutch especially, um, that will kind of like trigger some of them to be like, oh, I need to sit on them. (laughs) Um, A lot of people will um, let them hatch chicks out um, and that will break them. Of course, then you'll have more chickens. Right. And Um, maybe a rooster. And maybe a rooster. (laughs) Maybe a rooster. (laughs) Well, you would have had to have a rooster anyway. Yes, yes. Or or friends that have have roosters. Um, but some people do will put them in like a wire kennel um with no bottom on it so that airflow gets to them because essentially what it is is their body heats up and you just have to cool their body back down um and to broody break them is essentially what it's called mm. um and in the, in the summer some people will dunk them in buckets of cold water and then let them go i've tried that it does not work so right. it's just like more of a hassle to get the chicken in the bucket of water than it is anything else. Sure, it's fun uh, for the chicken. Yeah, I was right, say, it doesn't right. seem like it would. Uh, it, it, I mean, when it's hundred degrees, they probably oh, love it. True. But, yeah. But yeah, I it doesn't. Put out work. a wading pool. Actually, I don't. Yeah, it's a shorter, about two inches high, and I have a frozen 
treats and everything in yeah. it. And as it melts, they jump in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll get and, in it. I've seen chickens swim in pools before. <laughs> um, or, yeah, or some people even get uh, live chicks and put live chicks under them. But they have to be, like, day-old chicks. You can't have, right. like, semi-feathered chicks because they'll be like, yeah, these aren't mine. <laughs> the reason I had the cocked head and went, huh, about the warm, because... I, one of my um, little bantams mm-hmm. during summer when it was hot. So mm-hmm. I don't know whether she was hotter. Yeah, she was broody as and yeah, she's feisty. Yes, they get really feisty. And Did she's... your little chicken scare you, Nick? <laughs> no, I just couldn't believe that she just like bring it. She's like, yeah, and um, but as it's cooled off, yeah, she's out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Eventually that, they'll. Some of them will give up, but yeah. Carol, to your point, uh, detrimental to their own health. Like yeah. they want to sit on the eggs and and they don't get up and go eat and drink. Wow. Right. So you have to you have to push them out. Yeah. And some of the the more seasoned broody hens know that they have to get up and go eat and drink, and so they yeah. do. But um, mine, I just leave them because I have like five or six that are broody right now. Yeah. And they just like take turns, and I'm just like. <laughs> whatever as long as they're getting up you know whatever. Right, yeah i push them out yeah make them go outside yep they're fine it doesn't bother me but some people it drives it drives nuts and they do all yeah. kinds of things to break them i just make sure that they're eating and drinking that's my biggie yeah, with mine yeah. too so yeah and you know she's huge did i mention that yeah she gets really huge when yeah, she oh, gets yeah irritated. They, they puff up oh and my god growl yeah <laughs> it's crazy to think of that like the first time i went into re you know regen for her oh yeah she gave me a look and like got huge and then tried to peck at me oh, I was yeah. like, what's up with you so yeah oh yeah they they turn into the little dinosaurs yeah. little raptors yeah, yeah there you <laughs> totally. go um now People have talked about taking like golf balls and putting them underneath them. Mm-hmm. Does that work? Or I mean, they're still going to be broody. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's not going to break them. Yeah. Like I said, mine. I. I mean, sometimes I would go in there and she nest hops. Okay. So depending on if she gets kicked out of the nest that she was in because some other chicken wants to go in there and lay, and she's not like she's not sitting on any eggs. She's right. just sitting on pine shavings. <laughs> yep. So they don't care. They'll try to hatch anything. Yeah. So, yeah, but you can ball. use golf balls to to show them where to lay eggs. Okay. So that does help. Okay, all right. Chickens are so fascinating. They are. They are. They really are. So very interesting anyway. guys. Um, and another question we got was about enrichment during the winter. We've got a lot of people out there that are thinking about winter coming up, and if there's things you can do. We talked about it a little bit mm-hmm. earlier. Um, with that with even the winter months and doing sorts of things but you can still do things like uh hang a cabbage and oh sure yeah oh yeah and um i'm not i mean depending on what your um your bedding is uh in your in your coop um i find sometimes just like throwing mealworms because then they have to scratch around and find them Mm -hmm. and that's like what chickens do is they scratch around and look for stuff so i just or you know uh scratch mix or or whatever the case may be whatever you have their own food just throw it down and make them make them look for it yeah yeah keeps them busy for a while yeah and again probably depending on what type of bedding so it doesn't get mixed in but yeah yeah so but yeah it's it's hard to do enrichment stuff because it's all like the frozen things or right the watermelon right it's like two seconds later it's (laughs) A block yeah. of ice. <laughs> yeah. In winter, definitely. Yeah. And, but uh, the peat moss. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. 
Seriously, I ran into... Tell people about the people. Yeah, I ran into a, a veterinarian friend of mine who deals with, um, you know, farm animals. And yep. so I was just talking about my chickens one day and redoing the coop. And she said, well, you had to put down some peat moss um, into something for like a sandbox type thing for them because they love that more than anything. And I was yeah. like, yeah, well, I'll try it. So I took a corner of the coop, put a two by four down, made it into kind of a sandbox and then got this peat moss, which is not expensive. Big yeah. bags of it, not expensive. Oh my gosh. They love it. Yeah. Love it. And so now I just buy like a new bag of that peat moss, again, not expensive at all, every couple of weeks or whatever, put down a new bag for them. And then last time I did it, I left this it just in this big, huge square. Oh, yeah. And they spent a, a week yeah. just like <laughs> scratching it down to be, yep. which I think was really awesome. So I think I'll do that off and on then for them, too. And I put mealworms in there with them mm-hmm. so they were fine it and scratch gain. Oh, my gosh. It's so much fun. Yeah. And that's You're going to build one. Yes, I'm uh, doing an extension now to my, <laughs> just so I can do a peat, peat moss pit. Yeah, I yeah. laugh, but I've been there. It's what we do. Yeah, it's what we do. So, you, and you probably already knew about the peat moss thing, but I just yeah, it's like a dust bath or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which also is good for them. Oh yeah, they, they need to do that. Yeah, they mm-hmm. sit in there, and it's weird because once I put the new bag in there, I'll look over like you know, half an hour later, and you know, fifteen of my chickens <laughs> yeah. are jammed into this corner, all doing this whole thing, <laughs> rolling so, around in the dirt. Oh my gosh, my white chickens end up you know just totally looking dirty, like yeah. you know. So, um, but they have such a good time. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so I'm keep doing that. I'm a little worried. Winter because it'll just be it'll be too cold for him to be out there to do that. But um, but at least spring and summer and fall I can yeah. do that for him. So yeah, you'll probably find them in winter. They may they'll still yeah. I found that my chickens my chickens are they will not walk on snow. Yeah. Um. And I'm grateful that I have a covered run for yeah. them. And it's, yep definitely big enough so mine are outside all winter long yeah and i do put plastic up around the run just yep. to block the wind but yep. it's probably not necessary at the rate that i do it but. yeah question yeah. on that i did panels around mine mm-hmm. but i enclosed it in and i'm wondering if i did too much so mm-hmm. i didn't allow ventilation yep. on top yeah always leave leave a gap at the top so yeah. that it's the wind that it's you yeah want to block yep yeah i went overboard you did, yeah. but now I you did know. too <laughs> for several years, and I'm like, I don't think that was necessary. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we have to take a quick break. Joyce, please stay on the phone because when we come back, we'll take your call first. Um, right, when we come back, but we'll take a break and be back in a minute. I'm nearly finished. Goodness. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends. On News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. Just winding up the show. Yeah. It's been a uh, fun hour, and Joyce has been patiently waiting there. So, good morning, Joyce. Story to share. Yes. Great. I uh, had a wonderful dog adopted from the ARL. Hmm, thank Fabulous. you. Coco Chanel. Oh, love it. <laughs> Chanel was scared to death of everything. And so I would take her out in the car and acclimate her to new activities and things because she loved rides. And we one day went to the car wash and we were at the auto car wash and I am singing at the top of my lungs with the radio and giving her treats and telling her what a good dog she is because she's in the car wash and she's not 
panicking and and so we're doing all these things and the car wash is coming around pretty soon i'm thinking to myself my it's so loud i don't remember the wash being <laughs> quite this loud and i look over at the window at the same time coco chanel does and she has rolled down the window with her paw <laughs> and the car wash hits us both in the face <laughs> and Coco turned and looked at me and like I told you it would kill us <laughs> and I just thought she, she was just an amazing dog but she she had lots of those stories in her oh that's fantastic <laughs> Joyce that's really cool thank you for sharing thank that with you, us sir. you guys have a good day thank you, you too, too. Mm-hmm, bye Uh, they're so fun seriously oh my gosh speaking of fun our iowa dog dogs coming up on september 22nd yes um so and today's september 1st so three weeks yep from now um is dog dog sorry i'm laughing i guess i should say why are you laughing um i just realized it's my wedding anniversary you better hope caitlin's not listening she's sleeping yeah Yeah. she's in bed yeah Yeah. she's smart yeah (laughs) So, happy anniversary. How many years is this? Twelve. Twelve years. That's great. So, you're leaving here to go get flowers and... <laughs> I'm going to go have breakfast. Still, yeah, there and you then go. I'm going to go to work. Yeah. And then you'll think <laughs> about what you're doing. I'll figure something out the way Right, home. between then and now. So. I better. <laughs> yeah, right, you better. Right. And you better hope she is actually sleeping right now. <laughs> you'll be sleeping with the chicken. <laughs> Better than the fishes. That's right. That's right. Uh, So, yeah, the Iowa dog jog. Yes, September 22nd, 10 to 2 at Terra Park in Johnston. You can find out more information on our website at www.arl-iowa.org. Sponsored by Anderson Animal Hospital. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring this event. But you don't have to run either. We want to make sure people know that. You can just sign up and walk. And we're... there's going to be vendors and everything else there too yeah. so you know just go down and join in or look from afar that's right and yeah. i mean i have friends that go and they don't even have a dog they have a cat but they want to go out <laughs> don't bring your cat people. see that do not bring your cat but you can just come out on your own also and walk and go for the walk and enjoy seeing all the dogs and yeah everything else so it's a good time yeah just get signed up they're for doing that. paw print paintings that's that's adorable yeah yeah Yeah. oh that's what i i haven't done any with my chickens oh you should totally do that the blank park zoo does does that with some of their animals yeah that's very cool yeah we are out of time so we're gonna have to sign off this morning well thank you everyone for listening yeah we'll talk to you all next week thank you dan Dan, Dan, you're welcome appreciate everything have a good weekend you too